Welcome to What the 90s Podcast, where we discuss all things pop culture from the 90s and early 2000s. Some of the things we discuss will make you laugh, some will make you think, and some will have you saying, What the 90s? Hello, and welcome to another episode of What the 90s Podcast, and my name is Avery, and I hope you guys are having a good Tuesday so far. Today, we're going to jump right in and talk about fashion trends from the 90s to early 2000s. So you've probably noticed, but there's no new trends under the sun, and it seems like in the last five or six years, there's been a resurgence of 90s and 2000s fashion trends. Fashion is one of those things that kind of goes through cycles, and it seems like it's every 30 years or so, because I remember in the 90s, we had a heavy influence of trends from the 60s and 70s. We were wearing bell bottoms, we were wearing the flared jeans, we had a little bit of that hippie influence to some of the styles, which was kind of interesting. There was also a lot of heavy grunge influence in the 90s, and just rock and roll influence, which is really cool. Now, I thought it would be cool to discuss some fashion trends that I remember myself wearing first as a base point to start off. And I don't, there's no universal trend for the 90s. Like, you might have worn different things than I did. or And I think it's really fascinating because a lot of it has to do with where you are. So, as an example, like, I'm from East Tennessee, so I probably wore things that were a little bit different than, say, somebody in New York or California. I think that honestly, age has a lot to do with it too, because I was a kid. I was in the, in elementary school in the nineties and in the early two thousands, I was kind of heading into middle school and high school. So obviously the trends in the nineties and early two thousands are going to be different when like, whether you were a kid or a teenager or an adult, I'll have to dig out some of my yearbook photos and old pictures from photo albums because you really get a feel for what was popular, you know, just based on what people are wearing, their haircuts, everything. But for now, if you head over to my Instagram, which is what the 90s podcast, I've posted a couple of celebrity takes on certain trends that were big and iconic during this time. So as a kid, one of the biggest staple items in my wardrobe would have to be without a doubt overalls. I, I mean, I carried these things on into the seventh grade and actually, I'm not going to lie, when I found some overalls for five bucks at a estate sale not too long ago, you can bet that I got them. They were, they're amazing. I have two pairs now. I'm really proud of myself. But um, yeah, there were overalls with, you know, the pants, they were denim, but there was also corduroy overalls, overall skirts. That was a huge trend. Then, not just for kids, I think it kind of transitioned into um, teenage and adults too, but um, I I love that trend and I'm so excited to see it coming back, but I'm also a strong believer that you should just wear whatever you want, whether it's in style or not. Another couple of trends that I remember being big and me personally wearing, striped shirts. It didn't matter what color they were in, but stripes were really big in the 90s for whatever reason. And I had some 
in like earthy tones like browns and oranges and I actually found a shirt like that thrifting not too long ago and it took me right back and I was like oh I have to get this and I cropped it and it's it's super cool it's one of my favorite shirts but also uh choker necklaces were a huge thing and I if you know the ones I'm talking about they're the ones that look like kind of like lace they're sort of like this lattice looking and they were plastic they were super cheap and you can still get them to this day but you would see those in like rainbow colors or just a basic black and a lot of people wore those I also had the jelly shoes but only when I was about three or four I did not wear those as I got older but they were super cute I think I had some in a pink color and maybe a clear color but they were literally the most uncomfortable shoes. You would get so many blisters from these things and also your feet would sweat. It was just kind of disgusting. <laughs> I have since found those kinds of shoes in thrift stores and they just take me right back to just that sweaty foot feeling and it's ugh, so unpleasant. Another thing I remember wearing in elementary school was skorts. Skorts were everywhere and honestly, they're some of the most innovative things. I, I don't know why that we just don't bring them back. They were shorts, but they looked like a skirt. And some of them would look like a skirt from front to back. And some of them, you know, if you turned around, you could tell they were shorts. I liked the ones that looked like a full around skirt. Like it was more of a cohesive look, but usually it was denim. And I had several of these things. I think I had some in khaki too. I, I haven't had or worn khaki in like the last 15 years. I, I don't like it. Sorry if you like it. But I did have a khaki skirt. I had a blue jean skirt. I had one in pretty much every like fabric you can imagine. But these things were perfect for playing on the playground because you looked kind of dressy and put together, but you could still like sit cross-legged or do things, swing from the monkey bars. I don't know. You could basically just be a kid in these. Skorts are right up there with overalls. I know some people probably cringe and don't like them. They have negative memories around them, I guess, but I loved them. I thought they were so cool. Another thing I remember doing in the 90s or wearing was tennis shoes with everything, whether it was a dressy dress or skirt, like tennis shoes and those little white socks. We actually used to show our socks back then. And then for some reason, millennials, there's been a discussion about this on social media that I've noticed recently where they say, oh, the way you can tell a millennial from someone who is Gen Z is that millennials wear ankle socks and Gen Z wears, you know, socks that are visible. And I can agree with that to an extent because I feel like when I was in middle school and high school, showing your socks was the uncoolest thing that you could do. Like we were literally bullied and harassed. So excuse us for not wanting to show our socks. It's akin to showing your ankle as a Victorian woman. It was just like mm -mm, fashion faux pas. I still wear these ankle socks to this day. <laughs> I don't know. I might get into the trend of, you know, wearing, you know, socks that are visible. I, I just still, I feel like fashion is so much individual to the person and what you're comfortable with. If you want to show your ankle socks or not show them, <laughs> whatever you want to do, wear your socks the way you want them. I think I will say that I was scarred for life because early, like mm, elementary school or a little bit before, I was made to wear those socks that have like the lace trim on them. I, I don't know. It was just so, so those look very childish to me. I'm not a fan of those, but that's just me. I didn't realize I had this many opinions about socks till I started recording this. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. Now, before I jump into some of these trends that I think just encapsulate the 90s and 2000s, I want to discuss one of my favorite outfits of all time, and I'm going to find a picture of it. It's, I swear that I took a picture for picture day in this outfit, but I could be wrong. 
So this outfit was one piece, but it was one of those things that was made to look like two pieces. It was a connected shirt and skirt. And the skirt was a black pleather skirt with a belt. It was so cool. I wore it with these black boots. I felt like such a fashion icon in the third grade, second grade. I think it was second grade. And the t-shirt had a holographic smiley face on it. It was the coolest thing. Like you could scratch this thing with your fingers and it was, it made the most annoying noise. But when you would turn different ways, the smiley face would wink at you. It was, I swear, one of the coolest outfits I've ever owned. I think smiley faces were a big part of the 90s and tie dye and just all this like, you know, peace signs. Like I said, we, we had that 60s and 70s influence in some ways, which is kind of cool. Now, I jotted down some of these trends that I remember that I have seen people resurrecting lately and some that, you know, probably will never come back and that's okay. But uh, I think that some of these things are just quintessential 90s. So we've already discussed the chokers, the jelly shoes, holographic t-shirts, but butterfly clips. I had some butterfly clips for my hair and they were like pink, blue, and purple. These things were so cool. I loved seeing how different people wore them in their hair and I've seen people kind of bringing back the claw clips and stuff lately and I love it. There was also this trend in that time where we had these hair jewels, things you would put in your hair or, you know, you, you could dye your hair with little streaks of color, pink and blue usually, but there were also these really neat earrings. They were press-on earrings and they looked just like stickers and they were usually like stars and ovals and triangles and those were cool. I remember having some of those and I was constantly having to pick them off my shirt because they would lose their stick and fall off of my ear during the day. One trend I remember from the early 90s, which I don't think will catch back on, it hasn't come back that I'm aware of, but stirrup leggings. If you were born in the mid to late 80s, you probably wore these a little bit more than I did, but they were leggings, and they had a little connected band at the bottom, and it would go under your foot, so your leggings would stay in place. Those things were so annoying. I remember wearing those with with shoes and of course that little band would just go any which way and ugh, I don't like them. They were very 1980s aerobic studio, if you know what I mean. Just not, not a fan. Now, one trend that I think translates so well, you know, is the jumper dresses. I feel like we still like to wear these in the baby doll dresses because they're so versatile. You can wear them with cardigans, you can layer them up for the fall and winter, or you can wear them just by themselves in the spring and summer. But those were really big and usually in floral prints. There were so many floral prints in the 90s, a lot of sunflower stuff. And there was also this kind of side culture of whimsigoth kind of looking stuff with the celestial moon and sun prints. I didn't have anything like that personally, but I would see it on other people and I thought it was really cool. One of the fabrics that I think was biggest during this time, aside from corduroy and denim, was velvet. Velvet was everywhere, and we kind of saw that trend come back a few years ago, especially around the holidays. It's so big, I'm not really sure why. It just, it's very pretty. It looks good in different low lights and different lighting. But there was velvet everything, velvet shirts, velvet dresses. And sometimes when I'm thrifting, I will still find these pieces that are iconic and they're true 90s and I remember like all the clothing labels and brands 
So that really helps me when I'm out thrifting. I can, you know, I recognize these brands from my own childhood. Another thing I wrote down was platform shoes. These were big, whether it was in tennis shoes or boots. I had some platform boots. They weren't too crazy, but they were some that I had as a young kid and I liked them. They went with a lot of stuff that I would wear, but the higher the shoe, the cooler it was. And I do remember, I'll have to talk about this in a separate episode, but I had some of those Heelys and mine weren't actually Heelys. They were like an off brand of Heelys. I don't know. Hoolies. I don't know. They were not like the exact brand, but they had the wheels in them. Those things were so clunky. Like if I had the wheels up in the shoe and I was walking down to class, it sounded like a horse. Like it sounded like a Clydesdale horse, like stomping down the hall. And I was really trying to walk really quiet, but you could hear those wheels clattering around in there. But I was never really good with those. I was not good at rollerblading, and those seemed like more dangerous than rollerblades. Uh, but yeah, I'll have to devote a whole another episode to those. Now, I was too young for some of these trends, like the grunge trends, but I find that I really like these trends now that I'm older. And I like to resurrect them in my own wardrobe today. But flannels and slip dresses over like a baby doll tee, those looks are so timeless to me. And I think it's so cool to have that contrast of like a silky slip dress over a t-shirt with combat boots and rip tights. I think it looks really neat and eclectic. Another trend that was big at this time was colored leather. I feel like we saw a lot of purples and a lot of oranges and pinks, whether it was in skirts or the flared bell bottoms, but colored leather was big at this time. And also faux fur. I'll have to find a few pictures, but there's a picture in particular um, of Alia, I believe it is, and she's wearing like a plum colored faux fur jacket and I, I swear it's on the Anastasia DVD that I have. I was watching that movie the other day because I was like, oh, this was like, that was like my favorite movie as a kid. Move aside Disney. But um, yeah, the colored faux fur was also big and you would see it on, you know, the rims of shoes or on sunglasses sometimes. It was, it was cool and it was everywhere. It was very 90s, early 2000s boy-girl group, if you know what I mean. And also colored sunglasses. These were big in the pink and the blue tints, especially. And they could be rounded, they could be square, but they were always really funky looking. I also remember people wearing the bandana headbands. I never did, but I saw other people doing it. I always associated it with going away to camp for some reason, because it seemed like all my friends would go to camp and then they'd come back wearing these bandanas on their head and then their hair but I never really liked camp or went to many camps so I didn't really get into that trend. Leopard print was also really big during this time. I think I had something that was like leopard print. I don't know if it was a skirt and a matching head headband maybe. It's very the nanny. Like if you watch the nanny and look at any of the outfits that Fran Drescher wears she rocks the leopard print in so many episodes. Okay, now here's a trend that I rocked, and it was tracksuits. Tracksuits were everywhere at this time. The swishier, the better. I feel like it wasn't until, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, we started wearing those juicy couture, like, velvet tracksuits that made no noise. But before that, we wore these swishy, bright, neon-colored tracksuits. And I found some of those thrifting, and I, 
I will wear the jackets. I won't wear the whole set because it's a bit much, but I do still love those jackets. Another thing that I remember people wearing at this time was bucket hats and maxi skirts. These two things were really big. The bucket hats were kind of guys and girls would wear them. I think another thing that we like to do in this time period was layer. A lot of us would wear jackets and then tie them around our waist. You know, we would we would layer with shirts and jackets and different things. And I still like to do that to this day. Maybe it's because I was a kid and I was growing up with these fashion trends, but I feel like I had a lot more fun with fashion in some ways back then. It was more casual and I kind of want to embrace that more in my wardrobe today. I feel like I I am very casual just for my job and just different scenarios in my life, but I love that back then we would just mix patterns and just do things that maybe we wouldn't do today. I feel like for the most part in this episode too, I've focused on the 90s trends. I'll have to do a separate episode just on the early 2000s because there were so many influences. Like I said, the Juicy Couture velvet tracksuits. There was, I mean, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, a lot of celebrity fashion that kind of crept into our lives. And I have a lot of gripes uh, that I have to air out with uh, low rise jeans and some other trends that I've seen coming back recently. And I honestly hate them. You know, you do you, but I'm like, girl, I, I learned in the seventh and eighth grade that this was, I was doing this because that's what everybody else was doing, but I would never do it again. I feel like that's one of the most divisive trends and probably one of the ones that scarred us the most <laughs> 90s and like Y2K kids. So I'll probably do another episode, like I said, just on 2000s fashion because there's a lot to unpack there. But anyways, that concludes today's episode. I had so much fun talking about some of these trends that I remember, trends that I've seen being resurrected lately. And if you guys have any pictures of you wearing any of these trends or any other trends that I didn't mention, I would love to see them. You can send them to me on what the 90s podcast at gmail.com. Or if you guys want to discuss, I'm always on Instagram at the same handle what the 90s podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, I will also do a poll. I love to ask you all what you think about what we discuss in these episodes, but also I like to get a feel for your favorite snack foods, trends, whatever it is we're talking about that day. So if you want to participate in those, they will be available to look at after this episode. So thank you all for listening to this fourth episode of What the 90s podcast. Next week, we're going to talk specifically about tech from the 90s, things that we grew up with, a la dial-up internet and floppy disks. And if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll find out next week. So I will see you all then. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the 90s Podcast. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram handle is What the 90s Podcast. Our email for general inquiries is What the 90s Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Oh, 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 oh.